Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We are recording. Recording, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to, oh, we are three black girls, one rose. My favorite time when <laughs> yes. we're three black girls on the mic. Oh my God, yes. Where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating, love, and relationships from popular television. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And today we're joined by a very, very special guest. She is a an accomplished mm-hmm. journalist, former senior fashion writer at Vogue.com. She has a freelance journalist career spanning over 15 years. Has written L cover stories for Doja Cat, FKA Twigs, Cardi B, just to name a few. She's also the podcast host of Your Favorite Auntie Podcast and the writer behind the Substack Notes from Auntie's Desk. Um, her work explores the intersection of style and culture. She has a super famous piece that I reread last week from the cut 2019 called fashion was super white in 2009 it still is it is a must read Mm y'all she also happens to be a really big real housewives fan and is going to help us recap today's episode of potomac (laughs) please welcome to the show marjan carlos welcome thank you for having me oh that was a really lovely intro of course um, i feel like this is going to be a good combo just from our yes our from our little pre show yes yeah exactly yeah. we're excited to have exactly. you here thank you mm-hmm. excited to be here nice <laughs> okay so we have some warm up questions for you okay. so the first question is who was your childhood crush oh my god oh. uh <laughs> i think they were it was like a a combination uh mm-hmm. i love the boys from crisscross Oh I'm, my god! I mean, I'm 40, so yeah. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Crisscross. Oh my god! I, I think they were like the first guys that I had a crush on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's so cute. I mean, that just ages me. It is cute. Really, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm like yeah. And then, um, there was a moment. Don't judge me. There was like a Macaulay Culkin moment because he was, oh, I was fine. like a kid, oh, okay. right? Yeah. He, was, he was supposed to be. He was marketed to you. Yeah, he was right. supposed to alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then like, as I grew mm-hmm. to be a teenager, it just, it evolved mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. immature. Do y'all remember immature? Ooh, I do. That is what? a throwback and a half. <laughs> Whoa. That's a throwback in a half. I'm like, yeah. let me Google them real quick. Uh-huh. What they look like oh again? Oh, 
yes. Marcus okay. Houston. Marcus Houston. That that was it. Okay. Um, and then switching to Housewives really quick. Yeah. Uh, what real Housewives moment lives in your head rent free? Oh God, that's a really good question. I mean, there's a couple of them. I mean, I think like mm-hmm. Nene leaks. I said what I said. I said what I said, As and always. I'm not changing on it. Okay. Mm. I think that I I feel like that's like a really big moment. Mm-hmm. Mention it all when. Bethany oh Frankel yeah! Like, mention it all. Mention it all. Mention it all. Woo, you know what? Bitch, I'm no earn my own living. Yeah, with the legs. Yeah, yeah I feel like one. those two housewives were very important to me, and I feel like it's interesting that their legacies are very complicated now. But I, do mm-hmm. think, but I, I would say that like I always was watching what they were doing, so they like mm-hmm. really created a lot right. of viral moments for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that I reflect on a lot. Also, like, Phaedra cursing uh, Kenya out. I said what I said. She killed her on stage, live. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't think That's she's crazy. recovered. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. From no. that. Yeah, so yeah. those types, of, I think those types of movements. Moments. Great moments. Yeah. Those are good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are good ones. I really love when um, Nini and Greg's Greg teamed up and said, Bop, bop, boop, boop, bam. That is still iconic to me. I still have like the goal of wanting to be that in sync with my partner <laughs> to where you're making sounds and like communicating so to each other. I yeah. think that's really cute. They were a great couple. They were. They were I great. I mean, great. Mm-hmm. I think they're very, the rarest of rare couples that divorce and get back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do that publicly. Yep. As well. Yeah. <laughs> with a wedding special. With a wedding Jesus. special at that, yeah. Oh exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. What celebrity are you low-key always checking in on? I have so many answers for oh. this one. It could be a TikTok person, too, because there's yeah. TikTok phases. That you on the low at Friday, like 2 a.m., you're like, let me see what such and such is. You're on. like, what are they doing? What are they doing? <laughs> let me check on them real quick. <laughs> Mine are so... There's... They're just like it's so straightforward. I think everybody knows it's like I'm definitely gonna check what Rihanna's doing. I'm mm-hmm. like, what private plane mm. is she on? Where is she going? <laughs> like, what restaurant is she in? Mm-hmm. What is mm-hmm. she wearing? It's it's mm. it's pretty straightforward. It's like her, okay. Tracy Ellis Ross. I'm like, what is she doing? Okay. Mm. She, like she's yeah. like making herself giggle in a corner. Like <laughs> yeah. she's laughing. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, there are a few white celebrities that I'm like intrigued by their impression on the masses. So I definitely like mm. check to see what they're up to. Like mm-hmm. I'd say Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez. I'm intrigued by Kylie Jenner's like impact. Impacts. You know what I'm saying? Impacts. Like I'm so yes, out. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So when they come up on my timeline or something, I will go down a rabbit hole and be like, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. like. Because it doesn't always get to my timeline. Yeah. Like, it does, you know what I'm saying? It yeah, doesn't always, definitely. like, get into my conversation. So I think a right. lot of <laughs> white celebrities I'm intrigued by mm. as well. Mm-hmm. Is it the, because um, I know this is it for me. I don't want to put this on you. Is it the level of um, nonchalant with which they change culture that you are intrigued <laughs> by? You know the M word that I don't want to say. But mediocrity. But I, uh, you know, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> 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 um, 
but that especially about like a Haley Bieber I'm like you really like try to change the game with this peptide lip treatment right oh totally I mean I think I I am really intrigued by what kind of a sub genre and a subculture of like um white womanhood and white femininity right now like I I just got fed a um a clip of Alex Cooper of Mm-hmm. And I don't listen to her show. And well, I have just because obviously you need to know what you're critiquing. Mm-hmm. And it's like the dissonance. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, this is this has major uh, impact. It moves units. It it makes money. There are people who completely tuned in and completely agree with this person. I don't I don't see why or how. So I'm intrigued about the mediocrity. I'm. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Because mm-hmm. I because I know that it we may think it's mediocre, but it is. Yeah, some it's planned. It's on. It's a PR movement that has been planned out by many people. Mm-hmm. It was yeah orchestrated. It is supposed to be very particularly relatable, and somehow to does. A very particularly somehow does relate and, to yeah. like mm-hmm. masses. A lot of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it moves units it makes money yeah it, it makes yeah. impressions reach engagement like yeah. i was watching the chiefs game last night mm-hmm. and like people are like swift is going to the super bowl i like that's crazy crazy because mm-hmm. she looked like she went to supercuts last night right before that game <laughs> that bayang was <laughs> wild Maybe she did it in the backseat of her car on the yeah. way to see her man play football. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Relatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to the masses. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm like that. I think that does keep me up at night. That stuff kind of, mm. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, wait, what? What is that? Mm-hmm. You know? And like, yeah, the whole Ariana Grande, like stuff mm. with her her new man and mm. like mm-hmm. you know, she's always stolen people's men and like it's just it's mm-hmm. just stuff like that i'm just like fascinated <laughs> <laughs> like, amazing oh my gosh so okay on to the real interview portion now so oh, like, have, that's not <laughs> like that's, that's a real. great question that's, the warm-up. <laughs> that's just the warm-up <laughs> oh. um, okay. so we have to ask who is your favorite interview you've ever done Ooh, um, I really like talking to Serena Williams. She was great. She's always oh. an icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pam Anderson. Ooh, wow. Wow. Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson. That's so cool. She That's was cool. fab. Yeah. Uh, I interviewed her the day after Trump won the election in 2016. 16? Um, yeah. Oof. She was like a ray of sunshine. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I always remember that. Dark and so I mm-hmm. like wh- how she's having her glow up, her moment right now. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mm-hmm. surprise me. I I saw that back then, and um, mm-hmm. I could tell that people miss uh, they misjudged her, and she's actually very authentic and real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, so that's a cool her. one. Yeah, 
So your writing has been featured in, I mean, so many different publications, Elle, Vogue, Vanity Fair, just to name a few. You've recently uh, for, forayed into digital video, you know, that's, you know, that space. What's your favorite part of now working in digital media and being doing face to camera type of work? I love it so much because it's so immediate and it's so, I mean, there's obviously a lot of editing involved, but Mm -hmm. it's not as perplexing as writing a whole 4,000 word cover story. There's a little more Mm -hmm. uh, levity to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love just hopping up on an IG live at its crudest. Like that's like a very crude form of like what we do. Right. Like, but like that yeah. getting on there and talking to people and immediately like starting a conversation because these thoughts I, ha- I was having these thoughts. And I just want to get them out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I really love that part. I love creating like a little world. Right. So it's just you, your interviewer, mm. you're in like, you're in a studio, you're in like a soundproof studio mm-hmm. and you're um, kind of just, tucked away for a moment and you can have rich conversation and laughter and like connection with somebody. And I just, I really love that. And it's not, um, I don't know. It doesn't feel rushed mm-hmm. because a lot of interviews now are very rushed. People mm-hmm. are like, we have 45 mm-hmm. minutes. That's why I really don't mm-hmm. do cover stories anymore. I kind of decided mm-hmm. I didn't really want to do a cover stories anymore uh, because the, the publicist gives you like 45 minutes to an hour with wow someone you're supposed to be writing at. That's crazy. Story yeah. That seems so risky. Risky. Didn't it used to be like a whole day? Yeah, but it does that seem seems very risky, risky for yeah. their client. It's, it seems very risky and because they don't want you to run the risk of asking them questions much. that okay. they don't yeah. know the answer to. Mm-hmm. You're very lucky if you get multiple days with a mm-hmm. star or you get more than a couple of hours. That's been my experience. Mm-hmm. Um when I interviewed Cardi B was in the middle of COVID and her publicist wasn't on the first call. So we literally like talked for two hours and it was very unhinged. And like, <laughs> you know, I was like, Oh, this is great. You know, cause yeah. I know that if your publicist was on this call, she would have cut, mm-hmm. it, cut it so short yeah. and you would, mm-hmm. and you would have been really editing your words and yeah. like, mm-hmm. and watching mm-hmm. what you said and all these types of things. It just kind of takes the joy and the like authenticity and spontaneity out of it. So mm. I really like this this format right here because it's just like we can jump on, we can have this call. We live in three different parts of the city, but we have something to say. We have something to discuss, um, and the and the feedback's immediate. Like you could put a clip up, mm-hmm. up from this right. up, you know, in thirty Today. minutes after right. the call or something, and then yeah, yeah you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's just a, I love it. Mm. It just takes a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. but there's also the same yeah. breath there's a lot of facetime so i don't know how you guys mm-hmm. deal with that just mm. being on <laughs> is someone's yeah, face on, a lot. on yeah, present like, mm-hmm. yeah yeah like someone could see you on the street and they're like i know you you're like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So there's, it's there's a weird that. element to it <laughs> it, yeah. is. Mm-hmm. it is it is so one thing you mentioned was like the levity that you can kind of protect mm-hmm. in the face to camera space. Um, and we read that you, you've called your writing before your purpose, your political intervention, 
We were recently looking at an interview with Kerry Washington. She said being a black person and being a woman is to tell political stories. Um, How do you find yourself in that intersection of like the levity and, you know, speaking your, you know, using your voice for purpose and political intervention in this new podcasting space? I think that's something we've often struggled Mm -hmm. with you know we're called two black girls one rose we're here to talk about the bachelor and reality tv and have fun but sometimes it gets serious so it's like Mm -hmm. how have you kind of managed to you know do this for yourself create that balance in this new space that's real um i think i'm all over the place anyway generally in my interests so i never shy away from that i don't think so Mm -hmm. If, for instance, I'm talking about housewives, I'm definitely going to talk about it from a socio-political lens and be like, you know, this season really bothered me because there were so many issues of um, so many tropes of African religion that really made me uncomfortable. Mm. And I feel like it, it's it's dangerous and 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 um, it's actually very irresponsible on Bravo's part. Like I would, mm-hmm. I would take it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still talking about something that's kind of, shallow. <laughs> still, <laughs> end of the day, <laughs> real housewives. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like it's still something that's shallow. And, but I definitely feel like it has greater um, subtext. And, and so mm-hmm. I think I try to never shy away from that. Uh, taking things I think are interesting, just observations and just, and just exploring them. And, um, you know, I do think, cause I'm not someone, and I say that writing is my political interventions cause I'm not always going to be at a, at a mass protest, but I can say something online that could spur someone to think differently. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I can write an article that is really important f- for a group of people who feel very underrepresented and under and unseen. Mm. And that's really remarkable. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, I, I'm also a woman and I'm trying to, you know, make it in this economy. So I'm, I'm also <laughs> trying to like laugh at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And I'm right. also trying mm-hmm. to like, yeah, be myself mm-hmm. and, you know, have some type of joy because it's, it's really bleak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if that's like me having a phone call with a friend or, and we talk about these issues, but we do it in a way that makes me feel a little like the loads lightened, that really helps. I don't know if I'm answering this quickly, but no, I, I think you are. Yeah. I mean, that's something joy is like a huge, um, kind of like theme and protected sacred thing for Justine and I here at this platform, mm. because mm-hmm. I think black women, sure, we from our, if we speak from our perspective, it's going to get political real quick. It's going to, you know, touch on social issues real quick. But yeah. I think we also deserve to have conversations that are joy and light and, yeah. you know, can have some levity. And it takes a lot of control and intention to protect that for ourselves because yes. we do see from our lens, which can very easily, you know, become... <laughs> you know, political or what have you, just because we're living, we're walking in our shoes, you know? So Mm -hmm. I I hear exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why can't you just enjoy the show? And I'm like, I I can, but I have questions. Yeah. Like I can, I (laughs) do, but I also want to talk about this other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So you're a journalist first, and it's um, interesting that you talk about all of the all of your interests and everything for this next question. But we have found that being we start off as podcasters, we would live tweet occasionally, and that was the only social media that we had when we first started our podcast six years ago. And now we have forayed into full blown content creation mm. um, and branding ourselves, mm-hmm. which has been a struggle at times to do both effectively. Um, and I know as a journalist, you're one of the few, one of the many black, but one of the few um, in the journalism space that have really put themselves out there face to camera opinions out uh, talking about uh, pop culture in real time. Um, and I just want to know where you think that journalism is headed. Um, are you optimistic? Are you pessimistic with the amount of short form video that's out? Is it diluting credibility for people? Um, cause I don't think your credibility is diluted at all, no matter how short your video is. And then there's some people who I have no idea what they do when they're trying to get me to believe <laughs> whatever they say, like it's really a lot. Yeah. So what, what do you think about journalism, the state of journalism? Are you optimistic? Or are you pessimistic? I'm pretty pessimistic. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a nihilist about a lot of things, unfortunately, but I think, I don't know if you guys saw, but this one, um, tech writer from, the Washington Post, I think she put out a TikTok last week. It was just talking about all the the firings and dismissals that was, um, that have gone on across different publications. And doing that during an election season is mm-hmm. is very mm-hmm. telling and very pointed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that that money, the money is there. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a real big business guy, and he was just like, "The money is there. It's just being reserved for AI." So mm. I do think the focus and pivot is going to be away from, you know, <laughs> real life yeah. human, human reporting. Jeez. Exactly. And I think, I think the pivot is going to be towards AI, um, mm. which is really unfortunate um, because I don't know if you've ever asked a chat GPT to tell you to write something for you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same nah. as sitting Mm-mm. with someone in a room and, you know, one-on-one having a quality conversation. It's just not going to be the same thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't know what's happening because it also is mm-hmm. happening in tandem with apparently now children aren't reading books in school. I didn't know about this, but apparently they're not learning to read books in school. They're just re- using the internet or using their computers and also in tandem with them not learning how to write in cursive. So mm-hmm. there's like a lot of like communication breakdown that yeah. I see that's like happening at the same time yeah. um and I and obviously in the, it's in the age of misinformation as well so I don't mm-hmm. like for instance with the genocide that's happening in Gaza I don't I don't read New York Times anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't read mm-hmm. I don't read the Atlantic mm-hmm. anymore I don't I there are very very few publications that I feel like give an actual uh view of like what's happening and perspective of what's happening. That's why we turn to on the ground journalists right. in Gaza yeah. during Bison, this. Motes, right. yeah. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, because we cannot rely on these platforms anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, there's been a, there's literally a simultaneous breakdown of communication that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, mm-hmm. I am scared mm-hmm. for sure. And I don't know, I think there'll be more, journalists obviously who will be doing that work 
I'm right here. I'm, I have an iPhone. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, I think mm-hmm. there'll be more of that. I am mm-hmm. in the muck and I'm going to record and I'm going to report about what it's actually like, mm-hmm. um, because we are being deceived mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're being, yeah. and we're being, um, mm-hmm. miseducated, mm-hmm. like literally mm-hmm. like kids. Don't. I was like, I was with my niece yesterday and she was writing in cursive and I was like, Oh my God, I'm so impressed. <laughs> they're not teaching you to do that right and she's like she's like no no i learned last year and i was like thank god yeah damn i mean it's not a rule to 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 learn cursive i just feel as if we are doing people children a disservice by not Mm -hmm. making sure they know Mm -hmm. how to read and write Mm -hmm. (laughs) and relying on robots and the ai to somehow Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to make any sense. Like, respectability politics. I just don't think no. that. No, it's it's strangely a throwback. It feels like back in the day when you weren't allowed to go on the train with a book. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that's what that feels like to mm-hmm. me. It, it like all this book banning stuff. It just feels like a throwback to when people had access to knowledge yeah. and the knowledge was going to shift. Yeah. all of culture. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yes. Right? Yes. Absolutely. Mm. So, mm. I'm interesting. I'm well, <laughs> well, <laughs> you're working on a book that everybody should pick yes. up and read from their local bookstore. <laughs> and you said <laughs> um, in a preview, <laughs> I'm like, I haven't finished the book. Not quite yet. Like, 2025. I know, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and you said it's about race and class in America. You hope it speaks to the kid who grew up in the suburbs and felt out of place. So um, me and Natasha for the past six years have been the black rebels of Bachelor Nation. We speak a lot about our upbringing and attending PWIs. <laughs> mm-hmm. We were uh, both all girls school graduates mm-hmm. as well. Same. Uh, yes, yeah. uh, we've seen an uptick in this narrative though. We have Danielle Prescott's de- token black girl. She's from uh, New York slash Connecticut. We have Z-Way's black friend. She's a Northeast girl. She went to a boarding school in Northeast uh, part of the country. What can we expect from your story who you grew up in the Bible Belt in Dallas, correct? You know, exactly. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, what can you expect? I mean, I kind of look at it from like, I don't want to give away too much, you know, the African proverb rule, but I, <laughs> yes. like, um, the way I kind of look at it is like, how am I, how does class and race, the intersection of class and race and, and gender, how do that, how does that all impact me in different realms of my life from like mm-hmm. my education to the way that I speak to the, the friends that I have, to the people I date, to the politics I have, to the sex that I have, to the jobs that I have. You know, because mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of yep. how I I look at it. Um, and I think that growing up in the South, um, from that perspective, because I also grew up in a, in a town, Dallas is very different from like a Houston. Um, and I also grew up in a, ta- a time, it was a different era. Um, I think there was a, a much more of a like essentialist notion of Blackness. I think blackness mm-hmm. had to look like a certain thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now I feel like we have a broader mm-hmm. definition and we have much more different representations of what blackness can be. Right. Which mm-hmm. is fabulous. Mm-hmm. But when you're 
nine, 10 years old, you have particular, you have like one you. role, mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. one lane. And I also, so I, and I say the difference between Dallas and Houston is that like Houston was much more densely populated with black folks okay. and, and Dallas was much, much wider. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was much more, um, segregated racially segregated like Mm. there's actually like a place in dallas called highland park where black people cannot buy real estate to this day wow um yes so i I think maybe a few have come you know a few yeah but But who wants to it's like (laughs) and then there's like a there's called there's literally a place in texas called white settlement texas it's, it's a suburb outside of Ooh. Dallas. So this is like the oh. type of environment that I was growing up in mm-hmm. where you're like, you know, you're not around a, a huge, expansive Black community that's affirming. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's a very essentialist notion of like what Blackness looks like. You mm-hmm. don't necessarily fit into that box. So you're running around the suburbs trying to figure out Mm-hmm. Who, the, who the hell you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I basically like run off <laughs> to the to the, the northeast okay, and yeah. New York to figure that out mm-hmm. um and I'm still like redefining and refining that uh, definition of myself today uh with, especially in light of the background noise which is that now there's a lot more open acceptance of of different iterations of blackness so that's kind of mm-hmm. what the that's broadly broad strokes yeah. mm-hmm. oh. well thanks for sharing that honestly yeah yeah that's yeah. Yeah, i can't no, wait to yeah. read that just this journey of self-discovery for that that particular specific black woman but how that story is going to connect with so many people in their own journeys of mm-hmm. self-discovery particularly when it comes to figuring out your your role within your racial identity yes because um, mm-hmm. it's like we, they all play in tandem mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. one another. Right. They all they all intersect. Right. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I I need to go work on that after. This. <laughs> <laughs> like saying things out loud for the first time. Like, like, wait. <laughs> what? Okay, that sounds good. Look, it's probably like, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> on a pod with us <laughs> right now. Talking yeah. <laughs> Talking to tell me. I'm making a TikTok. <laughs> hilarious speaking of housewives okay do you have a housewives mount rushmore who would be on it i know you love nini you just mentioned she's on our she's on our mount rushmore as well Mm -hmm. who who else i know um you know when what's her name bethany came up with this concept i was just like you're such Isn't she so far up her own ass? So I know. She's <laughs> <laughs> like about Rushmore of housewives. Obviously, I'm on it. Band of Pump. You're like, I guess. I guess. I never really under. I liked Lisa Vanderpump, but I never really like. Yeah, she's not Rushmore for me. She's not. Rushmore. She's on many peoples, and I don't really get it. But that's sure. interesting, Natasha, because you love Vanderpump Rules. I do love Vanderpump do Rules. Yeah, I do, but not for Lisa. <laughs> like, Does it come out? Yeah. <laughs> just, Damn, not for Lisa. Not for what does she do? She like comes in. She's like, "What are you doing?" And then mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I just fucked 
my neighbor. Like, she's yeah. like, she's like, hey. Gives them hey. a little talking to. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> That's really it. Um she's not on my Mount Rushmore. I definitely Nene Leaks is on my on my Mount Rushmore. Um mm-hmm. I, I mean, even though I just shat on her, I do, I do think that <laughs> Bethany Frankel created great TV. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's, I think she's fab. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? I do love Luann. Mm. I do. Oh, wow. The Countess. Okay. I, I just, maybe it's because I just watched their greatest, you know, how they, they did the legacy tour trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe okay, it's because yeah. I just watch the legacy watch but i'm just okay. trying to figure out like you know the women that i walk like if they're on screen mm-hmm. i'm looking for them yeah, yeah. and i'm like invested mm-hmm. in their narrative whatever they're doing mm-hmm. yeah i i just i i look for luann i'm like where okay. is she mm-hmm. um when it comes to beverly hills oh god i don't they're <laughs> it's it's hard this mm-hmm. is a hard question anyone from potomac any of the Potomac ladies make your cut? I think Karen could probably be up there in a in a few seasons. Okay. Yeah. I think that she's held her own. I think she's created a real legacy. Um, I, I watch for her when mm-hmm. the when the when the camera's rolling. Mm-hmm. Um I watch that yeah, really just because it's <laughs> between seasons you know what i'm saying like there's nothing else on so i will watch it yeah 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 Yeah. i do not think that Teresa. i i'm not a fan no no i don't think mount rushmore Rushmore. level i don't think so they really believe that she is because of the scene because of this engaged 17 times prostitution horror oh Uh, i mean that was iconic and she's uh one of our first felons and she came back (laughs) And, you know, and I always coin them as the most ghetto franchise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r oh my god far. <laughs> um, you're not wrong <laughs> and i think that's you know fun and they put their whole family life out there and that's fun but they also can be like a little they can be a little replaceable like the husbands really make it for me for New the husbands Jersey, cement so. them yeah i think yeah. so yeah I think they have a look. They have Patricia energy, though. Like you know when Patricia. Well, I remember when Nini called Peter Patricia. Oh, like they're, they're giving like yeah. best one of them. All up they're giving <laughs> like yes. they're a little too. I need camera time. Yeah, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. invested, mm-hmm. overly invested. Yeah, they're overly mm-hmm. invested. Yeah, all. Um, I just I don't know. I feel like maybe Phaedra would also be on my. Mm. Mount Rushmore because I am really she's in- a good one she, I'm very intrigued by her she's a Scorpio which made me realize like why we know nothing about her okay still oh Dang. private yeah yeah Privacy. damn Strategically are you watching the traitors Marjan yeah. am I watching who oh the traitors the traitors <laughs> it's on Peacock <laughs> It's uh, Marjan. Oh I'm my telling God. you right Paige now. Is running it right I'm now. telling you, she's <laughs> running the whole show. You gotta watch yeah. it and get through the first episode. It's like, uh, but then you, why? And you're like, oh, you're hooked. By episode three, I was it every Thursday. Yeah. Blue. And it's like prime I'm Phaedra. It. It's prime Phaedra. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I'm okay. I watched the beginning of it and then I was like, I'm tired. So I turned it off mm. and mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I will try to go back. It's it's boring. The first it two episodes boring, are boring. The first right? episode is yeah. a bit. It's a lot of B-roll. It takes a minute to yes. kind of get in. But we're mm-hmm. now at episode like five and it's, it's she's good. she's winning. Yeah. She, yeah. She's oh, running yeah. shit. She's killing yeah, she's Scorpio. Yeah. She's not going to ever talk about herself. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh just like, wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. That, that Mount Rushmore question was answer was lame i'm sorry i just <laughs> well, no <laughs> like bethany phaedra nini bethy phaedra and the countess yeah the countess yeah yeah. yeah 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 i don't know that's just yeah that works that's okay that definitely maybe, works maybe huger in a couple of seasons yes maybe karen yeah will make it yeah okay before we dive into potomac justine what pop culture stuff do you have for the pre-show yeah, we'll be talking. I don't even want to say Megan versus Nikki. I guess we'll be talking Hiss versus Bigfoot. Okay, yes. <laughs> Megan and Nikki, Today. we got to. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. if you want to listen to our episode ad free with our juicy pre show hot takes on this Megan and Nikki uh, weekend that we had. <laughs> yeah. Consuming. Yes, yeah. consuming weekend. Please join the Rose Garden over at Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash number two black girls, number one rose. On Patreon, you can also watch us on video. You can join us for our current rewatch of Insecure season one. And you can try out a Patreon membership with a seven day free trial. Mm-hmm. All right. 
So, so we open up Wendy and Eddie four o'clock in the morning. Surprise their son Carter for his tenth birthday. Do you guys remember They're turning so double digits? That was such a big deal. Yeah. Turning ten, yeah, right? It was a big deal. Ugh. Yeah, it's like your first huge milestone as a human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Um, okay, then we are hit with Giselle and Ashley sitting down. <laughs> to discuss you can do anything you want ashley and giselle want a sequin (gasps) rhinestone legging athleisure line this do whatever you have marjan write that book girl everybody's gonna buy it what you mean (laughs) this is like an snl skit i i was like this a joke (laughs) are that these two these two are creating a why would anyone Take any fashion advice from Giselle. If it looks from anything Giselle. like her house, I'm <laughs> Are you house wigs, clothing she currently has on, <laughs> curl clothing that she previously has had on? Like, oh what my you, god! What do we think about that? I think uh, you know mm-hmm. her sense of taste is really derived from the fact that like she was a pretty girl mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. never had mm-hmm. to. No one would ever tell her <laughs> that she mm-hmm. looked the most. It was always like. <laughs> Like who's gonna tell her? And she was just, and no one did. No one did. That's <laughs> no. Exactly. It. And her save, her face probably saved it. Her face probably saved it for a, a little while. Um, <laughs> yeah, but now you on TV. You know what I mean? Now you on TV. I know, but now you on girl, TV. Girl, everybody's pretty. Like twelve, right? <laughs> no, everybody's pretty. Like twelve ninety nine. Look at Ooh, like twelve ninety nine. Yeah, so cheap. We we have had very intellectual conversations on this platform and me with my non-fashionable boyfriend about the fashions on <laughs> Potomac and the like real, there's like some real stuff going on there. Yeah. I think there's expectation of housewives and expectation of housewives that live in a place like Potomac mm-hmm. are just too high. Like we talk about <laughs> Wendy, everything that Wendy so wears, great. we know exactly what it is. Yes. We have all scrolled by it and we all seen it. That Mugler bodysuit is played the fuck out now. She thought she was eating them bitches up two weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? She, she was in Potomac. She was in Potomac was in at Potomac. the time they filmed. Yes. And <laughs> we yes. Give her that. in Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've in never Austin. seen a Mugler cat suit. And Austin. Close. True, true. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but I think I think it has to do with size. I think it has to do with age. Um, I think there's a lot of things going on with the fashions in Potomac, but these two girls coming together to think that they can create something in between Lululemon and oh Savage God. X Fenty is pure delusion. Very delusional. nothing else, really. It's going that was, that's delusional behavior. Direct to like, TikTok shop is where we're going to see what? it. <laughs> Direct. <laughs> God. Well, wait a minute, guys. <gasps> wait a minute. What if. Remember embellished hats? Yes. That yes. made Robin a lot of money. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More than they had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. She became the yeah. breadwinner until he got the job. And is it like that? Is it another embellish, like a get rich quick? Okay. Scheme? I think so. Scheme. Somebody will and buy yeah. GNA. There will be some women walking around <laughs> with think? GNA. You th- somebody bought them hats was like silk lined or something, <laughs> somebody, but they had a, a little different, you know, a silk lined, you know. Uh, so somebody if, bought those right? hats. No. If Ashley gets to sucking on TikTok, she could sell this GNA oh, line. I'm telling you, TikTok shop, oh, y'all sleeping God. on it. They could do something there. <laughs> I think so. With rhinestones and lace, and Ashley doing a little in TikTok yoga? dance and selling it. Yes, I think. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> 
but she direct, is so funny. She direct is, there. I don't know where else. She is, <laughs> yeah. She yeah. is allergic to work. I love it. Truly. I fucking love <laughs> yep. it. She is yep. so trad wife down. She is mm-hmm. like, I yes. am not getting a job. Totally resistant. <laughs> God. Absolutely. I'm like, okay. All right, cool. That means you're still married to Michael. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Still to this day. Lord. Still married to Michael. Um, she not divorcing that man. She not divorcing him. No. <laughs> So then we have, okay, Karen sits with Aunt Val, Cousin David. They are talking about the Queen Sugar Love plantation me. that they are working on together. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you feel like you watch it? Don't you feel like they talk about Queen Sugar? Yes, <laughs> I do. Up. Yes, I do. What's that family? I forget. That's what they give me. The Aunt Val, the cousin, and then they go down and they yeah. see the whole rest of the family. I'm like, oh my God. Yes, oh. yes. <laughs> Down to the full family. And Karen now is claiming she might be selling some weed in the back. So she's trying to like run that by Aunt Val. Oh boy. Do we know, do, oh do we boy. Feelings about that. Karen in the the state. <laughs> selling weed. Like getting on the selling cannabis weed. train. I know everybody's jumping on. It's great. Yeah, everybody's jumping on. That's the thing, though. Everybody's jumping on. Not everybody can grow weed. Like, (laughs) this is like a science and art to it. Just because it's legal in your state doesn't mean you can now start growing weed and do it well. You know, there's a lot of trash product out there. So I hear Karen, but I hope she aligns with the right people to do it. Exactly. Right. Align with your your local dealer. Yeah. (laughs) Does she smoke? She kind of insinuated as it. if she did, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I would smoke does. with Karen Huger. Me too. She would be in your cipher. <laughs> you, you would smoke with her. <laughs> yes, Karen would be fun. She would be so Karen fun. Would be fun. Karen would be really I fun. Th- yeah. I mean, come on. At the very yeah. least, actually, you know what? Yeah, Karen drunk, blackout mm-hmm. drunk at night. She's, She's fun. Karen, I was like. Mm-hmm. Us on white wine, we don't even need the weed, but uh, me and Karen on white yeah. wine. A good time. Yeah. A good time. And Candace confirmed that. She came on our show a couple weeks ago and she did confirm that Karen is the key key. Like she was fresh out of BravoCon and she was like, Karen, Karen is, is the one. The party mm-hmm. animal. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. Wait, I mm-hmm. really I have a lot of questions about Candace. That interview. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will. I mean, yeah. She's a sorry. One. I'll let you get through your spiel. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Fine. I know. Fine. I, know. I was no like, problem. wait, I had a question. You're like, that's not how this works. Now this works. We'll talk at the end of the show. Thanks. Uh, okay, let's chug along. So we have Robin and Mia. They meet up. They go to a little spa, a little salt room situation. Um, Mia fills Robin in on how she had sought out a divorce attorney about a year ago um, mm-hmm. because of her and Gordon's issues. In the same conversation, we learned that Robin and Juan are not in therapy. No. She said that their issues are not each other. They're fine. And they're just trying to enjoy life more. I have, I mean, I ready from the beginning was struggling to really have empathy for Robin. I have like none. Yeah. I have yeah. none to yeah. give. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to give to her. This is ridiculous. Do you you feel like it's like a Simone Biles, we just have to leave her Mm. right here moment? Right? Yeah. Because that's what she wants. She loves it. That's what she wants. She's doing just fine. She's fine. Like, leave her alone. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. No, she's been with mm-hmm. this man since she was 15 years yeah. old. She mm-hmm. know what it is. So we can't want more for her. She wants, she needs to have more right. for herself. We can't want it yes, for her. Exa- yeah, exactly. She's fine. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Hold on, therapy? That's crazy. And you're at like, and the lies that keep coming. It's not each other. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, oh Lord. Lord. Oh. Crazy. Right. Um, okay. We have a little scene. Eddie and, and Wendy went to a Jamaican restaurant. Wendy in this red Vava dress. Looked great. Yeah, she looks really looked good. Great. Yeah, her glam looks great too. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Her hair is cute. Really good. Um, so we get a little update on her YouTube show. She is completely overwhelmed. She just she just wants to get on the mic. She honestly should just turn on IG Hi. Live and just get to it if she really <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. This whole YouTube show seems like a lot. I know. Marjan, speak, speak, speaking of, of comments and arguing comments, we had a, a, some trouble with our last TikTok about Wendy and her businesses. And somebody mm. did comment and say that Zen, that people were upset that we said that Wendy had too many businesses that don't align with each other at all and are all a mess, right? <laughs> <clears throat> And we want more for Wendy. Yes. If you have four sorry, degrees. I, I want more. I don't for want you. a flop like company. A mother daughter. Right. A flop candle, a book about being a daughter. A book, like, it's just all over the place. Somebody commented and said that Zen Wen and Happy Eddie should be one business, which I completely agree with. I think that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And to sell weed out of that mm-hmm. one weed store. Wellness. I think that would yeah. be weed and wellness. I see the alignment. I like it. I, I like see it. it. Yeah, I love it. I, I, do you think that Wendy should like narrow down, or do you think that that's too? We're thinking too narrowly for her, and she should do whatever she wants. No, I think you're right. I think I think she is doing a lot of things. Remember, she wanted a restaurant last year that was going to be a lounge, yes, and a the lounge, and a book club, center, and like it's like <laughs> that's not. <laughs> So it's like that's not real. That's no. not what's happening. Um, I'm focused. Yeah, you have to you have to get focused on what you want to do. I mean, I see for her being like a talking head. I I really saw her on something mm-hmm. like The View or the the what's the show that they canceled over again? Oh, the one who got canceled. The, the talk. The real. Like the something real? like the, the real. Oh, like something God. like that, where I just felt like she could be more yeah. like of a political voice um because i feel like that's really her stronghold and her strong suit i just i i feel like everything else it probably doesn't get the same type of attention because she's being pulled in so many different things she likes them but mm-hmm. it doesn't like mm-hmm. push her mm-hmm. so yes I think and if i say if i say one more thing i really love a housewives business that is a turned around insult like candy coated mm. nights and like candy's vibrator mm. line and happy like Eddie. all that happy is Eddie. <laughs> happy Eddie. all that is like turned around housewives jokes that i really like especially as like a bravo oh stamp, yeah, yeah taking right lemons and turning it into lemonade like absolutely i mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. agree with that that's that's just smart you have this huge platform mm-hmm. happy eddie is a great name i thought that was brilliant they looked beautiful mm-hmm. in their confessional too. Mm-hmm. I think they're really cute yeah, couple. They're family. Yeah. Yes. They are they're cute. Really, uh, yes. Family really so cute. Cute couple. I do think Wendy just does a lot. I think she's doing the a most. Lot. Yeah. She's yeah. doing the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that yeah. that's like 
a Nigerian excellence thing. Like she has to do everything really. I like, wonder just, about that. Could be, yeah. I wonder what her sister's yeah. doing, her cousins are doing. Right. Like people are probably doing stuff, and so she feels the pressure to now, you know, what's her next thing? What's that her next definitely thing? Be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Just do one yeah. thing really, really well. Focus. And you yes. could like mm-hmm. span. I don't know. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. Karen and Ray, they go to lunch. Marjan. <laughs> does Ray does Ray not look like God My personified? Boy. Do you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? That is one of the hardiest laughs I've ever had. When Does Natasha he Golden not God, look like he's God so old. in the flesh <laughs> down Natasha walking said, on earth? They go to lunch. <laughs> like, I guess, like, <laughs> like, that's not a real thing. <laughs> Who cares? They went to lunch. Karen is with uh, the Holy Ghost Spirit himself. I forgot. They're talking about her 5% calcium deposits and the same old same. Oh, God. So Karen is, she says she's going to pull names out the hat. Oh, right. To right. invite folks to Surrey. Um, and she's inviting Candace, Giselle, Ashley, and Wendy, all of whom have, all of whom have accepted, right, except for Giselle, because mm-hmm. Giselle doesn't like anyone here except for Ashley, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> so, I guess for Ashley, yeah. Not surprised. Not surprised. Um, okay. We got a little, another little quick scene, NECA and Ike in their new house that they are still unpacking and furnishing and... Um, I want to see more of their relationship. She keeps saying, she keeps reminding us that they've been mostly long distance yeah. because he does the travel physician stuff. And now they're like living together for the first time. I want to see that. I, I want to see that, that life of living now for the first time yeah, with their same. husband. Yeah. This is like our second time seeing Ike in like the whole season. Right. right in 12 episodes. <laughs> right. yeah. I just want to know more about her. Cause I think she came in same. so hot that I just mm-hmm. didn't, mm-hmm. I and I have such an allegiance to Wendy, or at least like mm-hmm. a soft spot for Wendy that I was just kind of mm-hmm. like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I and mm-hmm. I and I didn't get a chance <laughs> to know who she was because I yeah. was like, I was mad that they were yelling at each other, and I was like, why are you bothering Wendy? But so now I'm sitting here like, who are you? I want to know more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I will make my judgments. Make your judgment then. Mm-hmm. So Giselle comes mm-hmm. over. Sharice pops by. Um, <laughs> just surprise. You Sharice know. is here. It's like, <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Popped out the champagne mm-hmm. room. Here comes Sharice. Sharice. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Okay, yes. This yeah. is a question right. for the, um, actually, the patrons and everybody oh. listening. Is the North and regular Potomac, is it the same as like Southern and Northern New Jersey? Because uh, okay. when I said I, I say that at a party recently, I was like, oh, you're going back to South Jersey? It was like, it was like record scratch. Everybody turned around. What are you talking about, South Jersey? I don't live there. Oh, damn. Like crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, it was, it, it was so funny. Wow. It was so, we had beef all night. It was hysterical. <laughs> but it's yeah. like that though. When people say mm-hmm. like, oh, you're in Central Jersey or oh, you're in North South. Jersey. Is it the same? thing in potomac mm. put down Please. below in the I comments know. Mm-hmm. No. Or i would love to know yeah. imaginary line that yeah karen <laughs> Nika seemed very offended though she's like i'm not in north potomac i'm in potomac proper um so anyways giselle recalls her beef with candace and wendy that's why she declined the surrey invite um and then out of the blue karen sends out another text saying that she has increased her liability insurance <laughs> oh my god <laughs> everyone's invited now can you I love how the insurance me? is the blame. Like, yeah, I was please, like, Karen, explain this. <laughs> can either one of you explain this? I don't know. 
I don't know what that means. I don't, I feel like they're filming. So I feel like the people who are filming take over the insurance. Or is it the house? Because the house is like a hundred years old and it cannot have so many people in it. Maybe that's it. Maybe. Someone gets hurt in it. You know, that was my guess. I don't know. But (laughs) now everybody's invited. So, and the trip, Mm -hmm. oh, they leave Mm -hmm. tomorrow, by the way. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all these people have kids. Yeah, all these like, families. Families. <laughs> Every last one. Karen. Oh my God. She's so a mess. Yeah. A she's mess. a mess. So time for the trip. <clears throat> NECA decides to join mm-hmm. um Candace, Wendy, and Ashley on the trip. Mm-hmm. And um mm-hmm. they're driving in the little little bus, whatever, and they start their little journey. And Wendy shares that she's having an upcoming happy uh eddie events um crickets on whether she's inviting neca she kind of <laughs> just neca sitting right there she kind of just like invites collectively everybody to the event but doesn't really specifically invite neca um and then neca follows up by inviting everybody to her like housewarming party or something unpacking i think yeah, yeah unpacking party and unpacking mm-hmm <laughs> And she specifically invites Wendy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's an unpack party? <laughs> you cannot invite those girls to come over to unpack. I hope that's not what it is. No. I hope that was like a play on words or something cute. <clears throat> Another way of saying housewarming, but we're not. Are people coming to your house filled with boxes? Yes. That's not cute. No, it's not. What? I'm like, no. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Just, just throw a housewarming. And- just wait, just yeah. unpack, and then do the party. Yeah, I feel like she thinks like t- clock is ticking though, because this she knows this yeah. is like episode eleven, and she hasn't shown shit, so she's gotta mm-hmm. <laughs> figure something out real quick. So, so yeah, Neca specifically invites Wendy, and I mm. knew in this moment she was giving herself the ill setup because I already mm-hmm. knew mm-hmm. Wendy was gonna say we are skipping steps. How can you invite me to this? <laughs> your party we still are where we're at and she told her exactly Mm -hmm. that we're skipping 20 million steps so yeah now ashley shares about her athleisure line wendy (laughs) lets out (laughs) the cackles of all cackles (laughs) couldn't even help herself (laughs) Mm -mm. Mm -mm. oh my god so it's too much too much they get they get to um the property 104 year old structure Mm -hmm. this is uh karen's grandma's house and um get a little bit of history the house was passed down from i guess the the slave master who had children with the housekeepers who was her descendants basically um or her family karen um the women they're like doing some i don't know fake hoeing of the land just to get a laugh though thought so i thought them running in a field that that was cute with the snakes the fake snakes that was the cutest thing i'd ever seen on a housewives (laughs) like they were genuinely having fun and genuinely liked Mm -hmm. each other in that moment Mm -hmm. we never yeah that's true it's rare yeah yeah so it ends pretty quickly because they sit and Wendy and Neca get <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right into it. So cuteness <laughs> has ended, Marshawn. I'm so sorry. Right back to housewives. <laughs> and Wendy's like, look, I'm about family. I'm about sisterhood. 
And at the end of the day, NECA, you called me a bitch. You called my mama a witch. You talked shit on my husband and my sister. Like, and you couldn't, I mean, you can't really argue I mean, on that. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, nope, that's, that's it. That's kind of what happened. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she did. She was like, mm-hmm. I only told the truth. And Wendy said, well, guess what? Your existence is, quote unquote, inconsequential to my happiness. So mm. she just, she wants mm. nothing to do with her. She has no use for her. Mm-mm. You know, she, this whole invitation to my unpacking party, again, she's like, you're skipping so many <clears throat> steps. You need to take accountability for what you said. And I'm just not sure what NECA's strategy, what her game plan is. Because she came with one. That's what's confusing. Because she came in hot right. beefing with another housewife and without a storyline. So for her to come in with that as the game plan is still confusing. We're still looking for yeah. it. We're still looking for the blueprint of what she came with. Yeah. I what do you think of Neka Marjan? Yeah. And what... What is she, how can she help herself at this point? Well, it was like what I was saying earlier. She came, and to your point too, Justine, like she came in so hot that um, I, I was like, who are you? I mean, I understand that a, a rookie's move to historically make a name for yourself is to go after a big fish, like on the cast, is to have, to have some type of conflict mm-hmm. and to suggest, you know, show that you can, you can hang and you can take someone out. That's kind of it's like some game of chess, and mm-hmm. the and 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 in truth, it was Ashley's fault mm-hmm. that all of this happened. It started it all. That's well, true. <laughs> so it was very funny when Ashley was like, "I just really hope that you two can get over it," and I was like, "Fuck you!" Like you're the one <laughs> you started this that started all this, and you brought all this bone because you had no idea what Osu is, and you're just like, yeah. and you're, yeah. And you're yeah. oh yeah, you're just talking out of your ass. And using this trope of like of uh, traditional African religions folklore to you know rise up these you know ideas of witchcraft and mm-hmm. you know voodoo and these dark it's just wrong. So it's really Ashley's fault. And but to your point about Neca, I don't really know her, so I don't know how I feel about her because she started mm. fighting with Wendy who I am always really protective of because I feel like Wendy doesn't really have any uh friends. Yeah. Yeah, not like for real. She has Candace. I think she has she can lean on Candace in certain moments. They're really friends. Yeah, they don't get like like Candace or um Giselle and Karen, right? They're friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when push comes to shove, like that's her yeah. friend for for 20 years yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I just, I just don't think that they ride for each other in the same way that like you would really need. So I'm always very um very protective of Wendy because I think she's very vulnerable in that in that dynamic. She's very beautiful Mm -hmm. she's very smart but she's also kind of clueless (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. at the same time and i think that she's up against a lot of um interracial um issues yeah Mm -hmm. you know bias i guess yeah yeah Yeah. so i don't know i agree I think her and candace are like filming buddies i don't know if they're like friends to your point that's a good point you know, yeah, they're coworker friends. Yeah, coworker like, friends. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think of Neka? I was actually just going to ask you, Marjan, because I don't want to hate on every single rookie this year. <laughs> I think it was the year of like crazy rookie housewives, yeah. right? Yes. We had 
um, NECA and Anne Marie. <laughs> Anne Marie is doing is I mean drowning on drowning. hills right now. Like it's bad. And her husband is famous, hmm. like really, really famous. Isn't he a and sexual predator? For, yeah, well, I mean, I didn't say okay, what he's famous for. I was like, he's not yes, crap. He was. He's just. Yes. No, 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 <laughs> he's not. Like but he is well known. He's a no name. Mm. Um, and she also came in hot for another housewife. And I think if you do that, you have to, number one, be extraordinarily rich mm. like crazy rich like erica jane erica jane came in hot same way but she was private plain rich so she could say those kinds of things and she was really friends with yolanda who was also a vulture as we know um and that was really her friend like neca is not really friends with ashley so she doesn't really have like an anchor and so that's also very disappointing you don't have another way for us to get to know you and it's the same with Anne marie is Anne marie really friends with kyle not really um and the only person who really like blew it out the water is now fired um oh god i want to call her monica. monique what is her name from monica uh, so incredible Lake. She, I mean, incredible, but it was a one and done. I think yeah. that. I think we'll be back after like a season oh break. God. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, that um, yeah, yeah. The cast that suspends disbelief is Salt Lake City. I think it's like someone had mm-hmm. said this before, and I think it's really great. Like they're the campiest of the mm-hmm. housewives. So there have been things. <laughs> that have been tolerated on that show that wouldn't be tolerated on others. And I have a feeling <laughs> that Monica will be back because they're going to be like, the mm. show sucks right now without, Jesus. Sucks without, without her. her. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's a rough, it's a rough one for the first time. Yeah. Rough, they're having rough a rough year. go, these ones. What did you think? Um, well, yeah. Cause then we had the whole season of Roni as the first time. And the whole season of Roni was very polarizing. I thought everybody had, different opinions on it a lot of people were bored with it i at times was very bored with roni um and they all weren't friends and that one girl who left whose husband just got in more trouble i heard the other day said some crazy shit the other day i think i don't even want to repeat it but he just having that missing piece of this girl not being there and being fired mid-season. Oh, she was the, part of the original cast the Zion, of Roni. Part of the original cast of Roni. That yeah, said yeah. the N-word. That called... That, that said the N-word oh, to, to Brynn, Brynn. I think. Yes. Yeah. What did he say? Yeah. Her husband said some weird shit uh, earlier. Um, oh, God. I forget what it was. It was something with his uh, medical practice. And uh, being oh, Israeli God. of some kind, but I can't remember exactly what it was. So I'm not going to repeat it here, but y'all can look it up if you want to. Uh, but just having that missing piece, and it was so yes. obvious during yes. Rooney, that was really yes. upsetting, and it was really um, noticeable. Yeah. Um. So it's just a yeah. rough time for the for the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. I I hear what you're saying. They were talking around it because they had they had to like literally mm-hmm. cut around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could feel the hole, the gaping hole. That's crazy. Um, so, anyways, that was Potomac. Next week, uh, seems like Karen is gonna get into it with Mia. Some allegations about Mia with a rapper, which are true. 
Norwich. No, was carrying her to the car. That guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see the origins. The origins of that. Mia's like, you ain't got no money. I don't have the time. She got to roll out. Yep. Yeah. This, arra- this go. arrangement is no longer working for her. Oh, it's gone. Go. Yeah. Gordon knows. He does. He knows what time it is. Yeah. yeah. You can see in his face. You can see he knows. I know. He's like, damn, my family's slipping away too. Damn. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Geez. And man, Michael. Michael knows too. That's why they're still married. <laughs> Michael Dart. Yeah. <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Anyways, Marjan, thanks yes. for joining us. This was so fun. This was so much fun. <laughs> we so can much. talk endlessly yes. about all of the mm-hmm. things. But thank you mm-hmm. so much for joining us for this little combo. And uh, yeah, tell our listeners what you're what you're currently working on, where they can find you, how they can keep following and keep in touch with you. They can follow me on Instagram at Marjan underscore Carlos um, at your favorite auntie show. Season two is coming back. It's still in the works to make that happen. But you can also check out season one now, wherever you stream podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. Follow notes from Auntie's desk on Substack. And yeah, I've got, you know, some two things coming soon. So nice. Yes. We'll keep tabs. Yeah. We'll keep tabs <laughs> I'm going to work my book proposal. <laughs> I'll just do Yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Rate, review, subscribe, everybody. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash two black girls, one rose for ad-free episodes, video, all that good stuff. And we'll be back next week. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 